0: are talking about walking it out all the things that we've learned we get encouraged about Um, uh, last week uh, Jimmy Sellers what a great word uh, that he brought and it's about walking it out it's things that are really practical and so I titled this this is the toughest thing about this message I had is to come up with a name and it's made simple walking it out made simple now, you know those books they do, you know, like, uh, you know, Internet for Dummies? I, we're not dummies, so I couldn't put, you know, hey, walking out for dummies. No, we just made it simple. But when when you talk about making God's word simple, Jesus taught as simply as he possibly could, even when he would describe what heaven is like, he had to make it a story because it is so beyond anything. You know, he said, the kingdom of God is like, you know, and he'd tell this little story that everyone is familiar with. Because heaven is beyond what we can comprehend. You know, I mean, it's, it's better than anything you can imagine. There's nothing on earth that can compare to heaven. Nothing. If there was something on earth, that would be heaven instead of heaven. So when I say this, this we're trying to make it, 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 this is simple. It is far from simple. For us to actually do it, it sounds simple, but to do it, it sometimes eludes us. So though the title says, "It's made simple, it's as simple as, as heaven can make it for us to get." So let's start with this scripture. I said, Colossians 2:6: "So then, just as you've received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live uh, your life in Him." OK? Let's look at it. What is it saying? It asks a question. This is a question in our small groups. It says, "How did you receive Christ?" How did you? Did you keep the Old Testament law to receive it? Did you, you know, help an old lady across the street? You know, and you deserved? How did you? And here's the reason it's important because in verse 5, it says, guys, you are doing great. Man, you, I'm, I'm blown away with your level of your walk. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in him. So how did you receive him? Everyone has their story. You know, and the word here is receive. We're talking about receiving. Um, not get, not go after. It's receive because it's there. Now, this was my morning reading November 8th, because I do the Spurgeon morning and evening. And this was this was the, the verse. And it just went in my brain, like, oh my goodness, that is it. Just about everything in the face you receive that means you you got to get it grasp it take hold of it it just doesn't come and you know by ups you know you see the ups you're like, Hey, i'm going to get something no it is constantly being sent now let, let me let, let me give you a picture of that um you look like you catch can you catch okay now he caught it with two hands some people may catch it with one hand. They may catch it with their right hand, their left hand. It talks about to, when it comes to walking your faith out. First, you believe, you receive the work that Jesus did. And then it constantly says, receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Receive forgiveness. Receive healing. I'm going to put a, a, a list of things. And it's not the, the entire list in the Bible. I got tired of listing them. And I started seeing that everything in the faith... You have to receive it. If the UPS guy comes to your door and you never open the door, have you really received it? No, the box stays on the front porch, doesn't it? And some of them, they take it back if you don't sign for it. So it can come to your very front door, but you didn't receive it. All right? Too many times I see Christians, they accept the work of Christ. They accept what he did. I believe God had a son in He. And then God sent, throws a blessing. You're gonna throw me a blessing. <laughs> what went wrong? I didn't receive it. You know, you can pelt me all day long. Some of you would like to volunteer. Do you know how difficult it is when somebody comes into your office, gives you a phone call, and they go, I I just can't, I I just can't forgive myself, I I, I can't face God, I can't face, but you're a believer, I don't feel forgiven, because you have to receive. You know, you, you hear John three sixteen for God so loved the world. I got one that I even like better as, as Hosea. I'm not going to put it up there, but it's Hosea. I think it's fourteen four, and it said, "God, God says I'll deal with their backsliding. I will love them forever." Like God. Loves us forever. He goes, I'll deal. You see, we think, oh, wait a minute. As soon as I deal with my problems, as soon as I deal with my backsliding, as soon as I change this, then God will love me unconditionally. God is saying, no, I'll deal with all that crap. If you could deal with it, you would have dealt with it. If you could have dealt with it, I wouldn't have sent my only son to die on a cross for you. But once you receive that God says, I love you forever. I will deal with your backsliding. If you can receive that, it changes everything. No matter what you're going through, you receive that truth and that makes, instead of Jesus being an old story, Jesus being a name that people pray in at Thanksgiving, Jesus now becomes yours. See, what you catch What you receive, you appropriate it as yours. But Paul continues to give us a warning. He says, yes, receive and believe Christ. And then continue in everything else in your life to receive. And that's where it goes wrong. And we're going to see this warning uh, in, in just a few minutes. See, in the Corinthians... They were not raised, it was a non-Jewish area. It's kind of like Corinth was a city, it was Las Vegas on steroids. They had temples there to other gods, one was to a goddess, and all the priests and priestesses were basically prostitutes. You go and pay them money, they perform whatever act, and that gave glory to the deity, it was a horrible place. So Paul finds some believers there, and they're prospering. They're making it. They've even exceeded, and they're doing things in God's name that Paul didn't even do. And it's interesting that it tells us, Paul, Paul tells them, he goes, listen, don't exceed what I've written to you. He's saying, don't do more than what you've seen me do. because you guys are like kings. You, re- see, you see yourself as kings. And He goes, how I wish you were kings, but you're not. You're fooling yourself. You're full of pride. And he's going to deal with that. But you have to deal with this once you learn to receive and you start getting. Now, this isn't name it and claim it. I'm not saying I want something. I want, you know, a Benz. No. You are, receive, you are to receive what God has allotted to you what God is given to you. Look at this scripture, on these scriptures. These are all the things, and, 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 and there's more than this. But to have these, it says you have to receive them. God gives rewards. God, he gives healing to the sick. He cleansed the lepers, he says, but you have to receive it. How many times have you tried to bless somebody or give them money and they wouldn't take it? You're going, look, look hey, uh, hey, I want you to have this. Oh, no, no, man. No, no, I don't, no, keep it. Have you ever, come on. Have you ever done that? You know, I can't go, they're going, hey, no, no. You know, I can't stick my hand in their pocket and stuff the money in it. You know, I I'll be in jail. You know, you think, you're going, sir, did you stick your hand in his pocket? Yes or no? Yeah, I did. Oh, you know, I'm guilty. You know, I can't say that. I was trying to stuff money in it. You know, (laughs) it's like... There's too many of us who have accepted the Lord and we're not receiving. When the scripture says, I love you, I'll deal with your backslide, so we don't stick our hand... You know, when I raise my hands... I raise my hands in, in, in a way that I'm thinking, man. If there's something coming off that stage—a blessing, a word, a healing, a power, an authority—I'm taking it. I want to take it. I'm not naming and claiming just willy-dilly things. I'm taking what God has already appropriated for me, because it says He has appointed some to have wealth. He has appointed some to have power. He has. But that's when we get in trouble. See, when you appropriate Jesus and Jesus is mine, he's no longer just this old story. He's mine, he's living, you start, if you, if you, you recognize it, says, now receive what he has. If Paul writing in Corinthians, <clears throat> he saw them struggling in and, and another area. The, 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 he goes, wait a minute. Why are you putting people under the law? How did you receive the Spirit? And he said it again in the next verse. He goes, no, let, no, let me say it again. How did you receive the Spirit of God? Was it by works? No. You opened your heart to it. And you took it to yourself. It changes everything. Jesus is mine. Jesus is mine. But time and time again, here's what happens. Well, before we get there, I want to tell you a little story about a friend of mine. His name was Stuart Brunton, not Brandon. It was Peter's father. And I met, uh, I met uh, Stuart years before I've met Pete. Pete was always away at Bible College. And Stuart uh, was well-known around the world. He had the largest uh, church in Scotland at the time. And whenever he'd come to America, he went to every conference he ever could because he was always seeking and searching deeper things in God and what what is the latest thing God has got to say to this group of people? And he was out there. To discover it. Well, when people found out that he was coming, they would invite him to the conference and be one of the main speakers. So there'd be, you know, four or five speakers at these conferences that, you know, hold thousands of people there. So they would invite Stuart. Well, whenever Stuart came to the States, he would come by and pick me up, you know, or or we would go drive someplace. I'd pick him at the airport, and then we'd drive to wherever the conference was at. And I got to sit with one of the speakers, you know, so you kind of, <laughs> <I'm> with him, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, Stuart would speak, and I'd let everybody, you know, I'm with him, I'd, you know, carry something for him. So we're listening to one of the other speakers, and honestly, I mean it was some woman who was speaking and she was talking about you can be free of this you can be free of that and she was speaking to women and it basically was if you want to be healed of women problems you know come down here So all the women and I turned to Stuart he's down front <laughs> we go to another one they had an altar call Stuart gets up. I'm like, okay. Every altar call, he went down. So at supper, we go out to eat, and I go, Stuart, did you get saved today? Are your ovaries healed? I, he goes, "What are you talking about?" I go, I go "You go down for every altar call." And <laughs> you know, he just he gives you that smile. And <laughs> he goes, "Well, I figure it like this: if God is giving something away, I'm here to get it." He goes, "I don't care what it is." And he is Scottish. Anything free, he was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> And as he said that to me, I'm thinking, you prideful little suck up. I sat every time getting nothing. I said, yeah, that was a pretty good word. Yeah, oh, good presentation. I don't know if I agree with that. He received, I listened. And then you look in the word and it says, receive. Not claim it. Receive what God has thrown your way. And and God is constantly throwing. He so loves us. You know, the Bible the Bible describes us as like jars, you know, or or barrels, or barns. He goes, "Let your barns be full, fill your jars, be filled with the Holy Spirit." But guess what? Someone has got to open the door, take the lid off. Someone's going to reach out and take it to fill that barn, and you have to receive. You feel like you've you're not living to the full. But you're not receiving. The little gifts are hitting us in the chest. We don't recognize it. We're complaining. Why does that kid keep throwing things at me? God's trying to bless you. I tell my granddaughters, and I try to teach them. I know their parents do. But have you, has anyone said, oh, you're so cute. Oh, you're so wonderful. You're so helpful. No, 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 no. No. Say thank you. Receive it. Receive it. How many? How many? So, ladies, how many times has someone said you're so cute? You've lost weight. You've done this. I love your hair. No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't. You've learned how not to receive. You've. Some of you guys are. Oh, you're so fake humble. When someone tries to bless you or compliment you, you go, no, 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 no. You just dropped your hands, and it doesn't matter what. Anybody wants to lay in there, you're not going to receive it. God says that he wants, he wants our life to be full, overflowing, shaken down. But you have to receive. Wow. Wow. the attitude of God Hosea 14 4, I will heal your backsliding I will love you freely that will change your life that will change your life God wants to love you freely he will take care of your backsliding stop saying no to receiving God's love because you're not worthy you're not worthy Okay. Let's just deal with that right now. You're not worthy. So stop saying it. I'm not worthy. You're not worthy. But God says, I'm going to love you. How? Freely. Come on. Free. Freely. You can catch that. How many of us have not been able to forgive ourselves? It says you have to receive the word of God, you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive rewards. You have to receive the spirit of adoption. Can you receive it? Now remember the question, how did you receive Christ? And if that's working out for you, you must have received him the right right way. You don't deserve it. He just loves you that much. Now it says, just that way. And 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 the, you really need to think about what. What happened that you accepted? What were you doing? How did you do it? You just had, were were you under such pressure? Was there no place else for you to go? Were you tired of trying to do it all yourself and just going, I give up, God. I just give up. You're God and I'm not. And you just received him. That's how it says where to go with all these other things. So let's go back to Corinth. Paul says, you guys think you're kings, you're doing things that I don't even do. You think you're infallible. They're going, hey, I'm, one group of them said, I'm from Paul. I'm a, Paul, I'm a Pauline disciple. He is educated, he's smarter than all the others. And the other says, you know, we're from Apollos. He's a better speaker, a greater orator. He's better than Paul. And then there's another group that says, we're not of anybody. We only follow God. We don't allow anyone to speak in our life. And they're all puffed up going, we're better than you. We're better than you. I prophesy. Oh, I teach. Oh, I've been given this authority. I make money. And they're all grouping together. And Paul, and he does this a number of times different ways through his letters, he gives them one, one, one verse with three questions in it. The first question is, who makes you different from anyone else? Remember, how do, we, how, how do we walk this life? How do we get those things? We receive it, and we receive it from who? God. So he's going, he goes, first of all, guys, hey, who makes you different? Who gave you this gift instead of that gift? Who sent you this teacher instead of that teacher? God. Huh. The next question is, what do you have that you did not receive? You freely received. You didn't just get this opportunity. You received it. You walked into it. Who's to say that God wasn't there to ordain this? Do so, you know God gives gifts to those who, don't even, who aren't even saved? Wow. So the question, what do you have that you did not receive? You know, there's a, a verse, Deuteronomy 8.18, it says, But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth." Huh. Now, you have to be faithful in the opportunity. Did he give you an opportunity to go to that school? Was that the hand of God? If you're a believer, you'd, you'd thank God for everything that you receive you were faithful, I can pat you on the back he goes, but it was God who gave you that ability to make wealth. He gave you this opportunity to go here, He gave you opportunity to make that. Why are you being so prideful thinking that you did this? that oh a prophet is more esteemed than he who has a gift of faith who? What did you do? T- you didn't. And he makes that point the last. He goes, and if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? He's going, this thing's, these things that we do in life, if you're a believer, we thank God for the opportunity. And we're faithful in doing it. But you can't make it yours. We have to, we make Jesus our own. Because it's just, it's big. We can't, you can't can't be prideful about that. But we take the gifts that we receive after that and we get pumped up and prideful. You've been given a, a, a position of authority, God placed you in there. Here's the thing about gifts, the Bible says that the gifts of God are irrevocable. That means once he gives them to you, he can't take them back. Crystal and I had this lady who had the word of knowledge. I mean, we went to her for counseling, and she was just brilliant. Well, she could read your mail. She would just tell you what spirit you're walking in and how you need to do this and change that. And we're like, how'd you know that? Well, she got full of herself. She walked away from the faith. And when she did, she could still move in the gifts that God gave her. Now, she's come back to the Lord. And she's just blown away. She goes, you know what? I took on this these as my power, my position, my ability, forgetting that I had received them from God. Too many in church. One you don't receive, and others receive so much that you start thinking you're you're really important. How many here in this church, please, I want you to receive what God has already trying to send you, that you're going to be the millionaire. We're trying to build a building, okay? <laughs> so would y'all get on with receiving? Uh Huh? Huh? Yeah, there's a couple of you that, the reason we haven't met that yet is you've got to get faithful with what you receive. <laughs> wow. He so loves us. I kind of like that better in John three sixteen, because there's so much to think about in John three sixteen. Holy God loves me freely, and it has the word "free" in it. Come on, if that doesn't release you, He loves me freely. Whew. John fifteen sixteen. You know, as soon as you think you're something. You read in John 15, it says, you did not choose me. Yes, I did. I found you. God wasn't lost. Did I found the Lord. No, you didn't. <laughs> God was never lost, guys. You were. Oops, somebody's gift just fell. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Who needs to receive today? Amen. Every time we sing a song, there's a prophetic word coming out. Who got it? Who took it? That's my song today. That's the very thing that I needed to hear. What part of this message was a prophetic word to you, an instructive word, a corrective word? Did you catch it or did you hear it? You need to catch it, receive it. That's for me. That, 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 what I heard today, that, that one, that one, that was mine. I reached out and caught it. Wow. Well. I want to do something. Just as a symbol, a kind of symbolic. Now. These are lovely t-shirts. Okay. <laughs> I have five of them. Now I'm gonna throw them. Do not <laughs> knock the little old ladies over. <laughs> smash any children. You can buy these back at the table. But five people are going to receive a gift. And you're going to have to catch it to get it. If you don't want it, don't stick your hand out. You Trust me, you won't get it. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to drop this right in your pocket. The only way you're going to get this is you reach for it and you catch it. The only way you're going to get the things that I listed up there is to stick your hand out and catch it. Receive, take hold, grasp. That's what it says. It says, grasp. All right, now don't open it because you may be, you're not a small. <laughs> Mr. Ramirez is gonna be in the back. If you get a small, he has extra large. It's Not saying anything. <laughs> but I want, I want you to wait. I'm gonna instruct every, the other four people who get them. Open them and look at your size. Now, here's the deal. I'm gonna throw it. And some of you, I might miss it and pick it off off the ground. Remember the game 500 where you get a football or a baseball and one person heaves it as high as they can and the rest of us, you are know, like, and reach trying to get the ball. If you catch it in the air, it's 100 points. If it bounces once, it's 50 points. If it's on the ground, it's 25. And we're fighting and wrestling and getting it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, get the lovely shirt. You know, no, no. But I want you to open it up and see what size you get, okay? I'll go way in the back. Way in the back. Way in the back. All right, open your shirt. Did anyone drop them? 50 points, one bounce. Open it up and tell me what you found. What'd you find? Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you know? Stuart Broughton came down here, and he would raise his hand to receive anything, no matter what. How small you think that gift, that reward, that God gives you, you won't discover the second blessing in it. Some people are going, oh, no, I, I, I know I can teach kids, but I'm not going to help in children's church. What blessing is There 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 $100 waiting for you over there? Oh, I could go help them, but, well, I could pray for them, but you know, I really don't know them that well. Be the vehicle to pray for them. But that's not my gifting. Grab one, there's a need, be the vehicle. And when you walk in it. You might unravel that little thing, and daggum, is exactly what you wanted, exactly what you needed. When you came here today, were you claiming, Lord, I really want $100? Did you say that to the Lord? But you're walking out of here with what? And a (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. Receive and honor what you receive. There's a blessing in the blessing. There's a blessing in the reward. There's a reward in the blessing. It's just, you don't call it God does. He calls it. He tells you what gifts you get. You just have to reach for it. That's what Paul says. He goes, look, you don't get to choose. Reach and see what God has for you. Wow. Wow. Hosea 14, 4. He'll deal with your backsliding. He loves you freely. So, how many, if I had five more t-shirts with $100 in it, would that change how many were receiving? How some of you. I think every one of you would come up here, wouldn't you? Every Sunday, there's something to receive for you. Every Sunday. Because if the, if the message didn't seem like it was for you, if the, if the music was offbeat, God is here. And he's the one who freely gives. Is your handout. I'm going to bless you. So let's stand. I'm sending a blessing right now. Who wants to receive it? Hallelujah. I'm even going to back up I'm going to back up it may be on this list I'm going to pray that every, every there is someone that gets one of these you need to receive Christ possibly today and take him as your Lord but what you receive today and you build upon it and build upon it and build upon it know that that comes from God That comes from receiving. And he has a plan and a gift. You cannot be a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ without one of his gifts. The Bible tells us that. So Father, we're receiving you today. We're receiving your son. That he's my Lord. He's my God. And he comes saying, be baptized, be filled. Let your barns be filled. Let your jars be filled. Let let me put you on the, the potter's wheel. Let me shape you. Let me be the one who puts you in a position of authority so that you can do my will. But no, it is God Almighty that positions us.